What's up, y'all? It's your host, Bree Boss. Just want to let y'all know we are now being streamed on other streaming platforms, i.e. Spotify, Apple Music, I believe there's one called Stitcher. Uh, so we're getting after it. New equipment coming soon as well, because, you know, as we build, as we get more views, we got to get more equipment, better equipment. But coming up next is Luck G. He's an independent artist, co-founder of TIMG, 2L Music Group. Uh, we're going to talk about spiritual journey and self-love and some other random stuff. So stay tuned. Give us feedback on Apple Music. Stream us on Spotify. Let us know what you want to talk about on NINE5CO on Instagram. I really appreciate it. But hope you like this episode. Anyways, I don't know what episode number this is, but this is hashtag perspective with the homie. Rapper wow. name Luck G. What it is? Goddamn deal. I don't know. You tell What's me. What's the word, bird? Oh, gosh. Nah, but it's your boy Luck G. Here with that girl Brie Boss, man. Nine Five's funny. Yes. Man, like, I wish, like, there was some way that we could record, like, all the conversations, not all of them, but certain conversations, because, like, we'd be having some good-ass conversations, and then it cut on, and you just feel like, now nah, we got to find, like, the new conversation. Because it's hard to, it's not hard. It's like, don't nobody want to repeat the conversation, because now you, it's not as genuine as it was. I, like, I bridged that gap with, like, freestyling, like, we freestyle with the homies. You know, off record, off wax, say some dope shit. Mm-hmm. And you get to recording session, y'all focus on a certain concept or something, and then it's like blanks, like fuck. <laughs> what was all that dope ass shit when we was just nothing? We was all spiritual and cool right. by y'all and whatnot. Alright, them topics be gone, but you know, it's about keeping it as natural as organic as possible. Hey. Knowing thyself, like most of these motherfuckers don't know, you gotta get yourself straight. I mean, yeah, and that takes a. Honestly, do you think it takes to get to know yourself a lot of long time? Cause I know me versus you, I probably had more long time to myself than you have. But yet and still, we kind of still on similar spiritual paths. I say for sure, for sure. But it's about like if you if you see that time for what it is, mm-hmm. and then if you use it to your advantage. Once you see that, okay, this is some long time, some isolated time in my life. Mm-hmm. What do I do with it? Do I be bored every do five I minutes on social bored? media? You know yeah. what I mean? Or do, you know, you find some productivity in that time. And that's really the toughest part. It's life. Yeah. Whether you're 21 or 31 or 41, like, that idle time is a mother. I know a 60-year-old, like, still trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. When we chopping game, he like, yo, like, that's a good perspective. Like, never thought of it like that. Man, I realized though, I grew up with my mom saying something like, she used to always say stuff when we said we were bored. It's basically like, not find something to do, but she would always say it in such a way, it's like, it always made me think about it. Recently, I think within the last year or two, I've stopped using that word, if not longer. Mm -hmm. I don't use the words or the statement, I'm bored, because there's so much for us to do, like, why would you choose to be bored? Yeah, you're choosing that. Like, <laughs> people, like, reading books is boring. And, like, you don't have to read a book. Read an article instead of scrolling on Twitter. Like, mm-hmm. I, uh, if I don't have anything on hand, like a book or whatever or my journal, 
I go to Medium. Medium has all the articles, like all perspectives type situation. Mm-hmm. If you want stories, they got stories. If you're trying to get something educational, they got that. If you're trying to learn pieces about a business, they got that. And that's, that's what I do. That's the thing, though, That's why I feel like it's, it's different these times because a lot of shit is accessible. A lot of shit. We and can we get still to bored. And we still bored and we still choose to just be idle-minded, bro. And that's literally the devil's playground. I don't know what, you know what I'm saying, a lot of people believe as far as what the devil is or who the devil is. But what is? at my point, this point in my life, I feel like the devil is just negative shit, bro. It's negative energy, negative thoughts. Just anything that will negate positivity and moving forward, progressive, unity, all the things of that nature. And just, it could be embodied in anything. It could be a habit. It could be within a person. It could be within yourself. Mm-hmm. The devil can be come and arise in your life in a lot of situations. But like I said, I think it's just up to the person to know that. I don't think anybody that. is capable of knowing that, to And be that's honest. the fucked up part. And I was trying to explain that to somebody at the... Um, party show the boat party or whatever because he was trying to say everybody's capable and I'm like yeah everybody might be capable but I don't think everybody really is like I don't like um and then Vic was like um what is it many are called but few are chosen right. type situation and it's the same thing everybody not gonna wake up in this lifetime everybody's not meant to be aware in this lifetime but sure, we sure. are because we're that few that are chosen to be and like, that's why not to sound fucked up hmm. but I don't think it's always about trying to put people on what you learn, but more so let what you learn shine through your yeah, endeavors. You, you know that. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Versus you you trying to put on because me me telling you and telling you I'm finna get big, I'm finna do this, or telling you the process to do something mm-hmm. is different. Versus you seeing it happen. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm finna be a rapper. Versus two years, three years past. Hey, I'm a rapper. Go, woo, woo. Yeah. These are the credentials. This is what I've done. Yeah. You know it's like kind of weird for me because a lot of people are like asking me, do I want to be like a motivational speaker or you should go talk to kids and all this stuff. And I'm like, a lot of this stuff like I'm talking, like it manifests in like small ways compared to where I'm trying to actually be. So it's like, I could go off and be like, yo, if you do this, this, and this, like, you know, just keep your faith, keep your head up type of situation. Like, they don't really know that from like, if I'm, um, Elon, what is his name? Elon Musk. Yeah, I was gonna say Musk, but it felt weird. But if I'm like him and then I'm saying that kind of thing, because this stuff has manifested Mm -hmm. too. So it's like, you can only take my word for it that I know this kind of thing to be true, but... I understand where it's like, well, I understand where my my downfall is because I, I know it to be true and I'm trying to just give perspective based off of what you're telling me and me being empathetic towards your situation to put myself in those shoes and to see what I would do in that situation. But at the same time, if I was somebody hearing myself, if you haven't manifested what you needed to in such, that, such of a large um, magnitude, then I really don't care. Like what Kanye said, like, I ain't taking no advice. And I, that's why I don't I like that. I don't, somebody that's less successful, you can have a better insight or a different very, perspective. It's relative. True. Like, success. What's, what's the word? Is it subjective or objective? What do you think um, success is? Ooh. I think it's subjective. Think so? I think so. Why do you think so? Whenever I think subjective, I use, I take the word subject and it just 
the subject always changes. Mm. So I don't know if that's what it is, but that's when I think of when I think subjective. And then objective to me is kind of like in the yeah, absolute field. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. I could be wrong. Who knows? But so in your opinion, success is subjective because it could vary. Yeah, because somebody else's somebody else's success could be. I just want a family. That's it. I just want a wife and I want some kids. That's not my version of success. Like right. marriage is not that kind of a goal to me. Right. I want to be financially stable, able to influence other people's lives financially as well. So that's success to me. To be able, so I guess in a way I've kind of met that to be able to provide for other people so they can carry out what they want to do. That's my ultimate goal. Right. So anytime I can do that, like I'm ah, having a see. taste of success. Is that an ultimate goal or is that the ultimate success? I think that's the difference. There's a difference between success and goals? I think so. I met a goal. I went platinum. Mm-hmm. But that's not the ultimate success for me as an artist. I want to touch masses. I can go platinum and not touch shit, not connect to nobody. You know what I mean? So that, that's what I, that's how, how I mean. I don't think you can do that. That's not a good example. Like, if you touch millions, you have to touch millions. Okay, connect. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't mean you connected with them. I think so. Ain't nobody no, going to listen just, to your stuff to where you can go platinum without you actually connecting with people. People listen to music because they connect on a level. No, and they also feel on other levels. That song made me feel like this right there. That don't yeah. mean that, that artist connected with that person. You cannot tell me one in however many millions it takes for you to reach platinum that you cannot connect with one person in it. Or you not even thousands. Them, you made them feel. Yeah, but that don't mean you connected. It's I message. Guess. Message versus just substance. Yeah. I feel like that's well. That's how I'm trying to explain it. I get the point, but I just thought it wasn't a great scenario. But I get it. Let me let's try to flip it. Um, I get what you're saying. It's like okay, my goal is to like I said, go to the go to the NFL. Okay. No, great success to me is to get to the NFL. Within that time, I reached goals. I became a high school all American. Right. I I became a college. Blew my knee out. Did, I didn't go to the league, so did I not reach success? No. I have met my goals, but my success, nah. My ultimate success story was to get to the NFL. I didn't reach that. But within that, it's, real, it's a thin line between success and goals. It's like real thin. Because even, me, me, even me explaining it, yeah. yeah. Even me explaining it, it's still kind of... No, I get it. Like I said, my goal is... My, okay, my, six, my version of success is financial freedom. Mm-hmm. Period. Point blank. My goals are how I basically reach that or like reach that ultimate plateau. Yeah. Like right now, you moving out getting your own spot from college, boom. Mm-hmm. That's a goal. That's not your ultimate success, but no. that's still dope. <laughs> you know what I mean? I guess. I don't really see school like that. And I wish I I a lot of these small successes are really successes or like goals that I've somehow accomplished, but they're goals for other people. I really don't think they're as what it is. You know, like people like you should be so proud, like Okay. This is like high school to me. Like, just just go step. through and get it done and get that paper and carry on with your life. Like, it's no real big thing. But then somebody said millions didn't have the opportunity. Millions did have the opportunity and didn't finish. So it's like, just to finish, a lot of times they're trying to show me just to finish this is a good yeah, stepping stone. Huh? <laughs> it's so kiddish. Cause it's everybody that got cribs. Like this is cool. We was all in Miss Ann shit. That was the last time. Check this out though. I have this theory that whatever you believe is really what it is, right? So a lot of people think that hard work is how you reach success. 
or struggle is how you reach success. And I don't really think that's like the full truth. I think for me, like it just seems like if I work smart and I work genuine and I keep doing more for people than what they ask, I'm gonna reach what I need to reach in the time period I wanna reach it. But people just have this level of success. Like I got a homie, I talked to him um, on a podcast before this or whatever. And when I tell you that boy works, like he works his ass off. And there's no time. When I come over there, it's probably the time we have downtime, but we're still like, like chopping it up, trying to figure out how to do certain things. But that man goes to like two different jobs. He bikes there. Before he biked there, he was walking there. And when he gets home, he probably taking like a thirty minute nap. Mm. When he get there, he probably taking like a thirty minute nap before he hop on that computer to start creating characters or finish his storyboard. Like he just has a crazy work ethic. He told me yesterday though, he was like, if I had your brain and my work ethic, work what is it, work ethic? Like it, he would be another level. And I'm just like, yeah, I feel the same way. If I had your kind of work work ethic. I would be on a whole other level, but I also believe in the power of like what I say and what I think, and kind of coordinate it, coordinating that with what I do Bruh, and all that stuff. I feel like involving spiritual and mental aspects of life and anything is going to take you to enhance, another level. It's going to enhance whatever you're doing. That's why, bro, I'd be so dead ass. I wish I was spiritual as a kid playing sports. I know it would have been different. Mm-hmm. Not even trying to be like biased or just trying to gas myself up. Because I was a good athlete. If I had to grade myself at my peak coming out of high school, I was probably a B minus athlete. I think I, I was like a better. solid B, like B plus on a really good day. <laughs> Not even B plus, like on a really, really good day, it was an A plus. I just couldn't mm-hmm. get over my, my head. Like, I could not stop thinking. I so came I from a. No, like, you couldn't tell me shit, as you could probably guess. If that. I had that, bro, I would probably still be playing. Like, bump all of this other stuff. Like, a lot of coaches tried to tap in and get that out of me. But it's like, their method of trying to do it was not... It was good for you. No. You I, never like, found that coach for you. No, I really didn't. But coming from an all-white school, coming from an all-white school, playing, dominating there. And then as soon as it hit high school where people are, like, really diverse and, like, the way they are with people go to an all-black school, it's like, oh, snap, like, I'm a little intimidated. Why? Because I ain't never really been around. Like, I'm playing with dudes, yeah, outside of playing with dudes, I'm playing with these little white girls, so there's a certain way I play. But it's like, had I, like, took that mentality of me, how I played with the guys or whatever, to how I transferred it to playing with the girls, I would have been a whole nother, like, species on the court. Like, I really... I'm saying, and a lot of times all the dudes I used to play with, they're like, why you be playing like that? Like, you don't play like that when you play with us and all this other stuff. And I just could not get out of my mind. And then it didn't help that after the first year I was there, I was really starting to blossom, and I freaking broke my ankle. So now I got to get over this shit that I've already been trying to get over, plus this incident. Mm-hmm. It just fucking felt mental. Oh, man. But it honestly showed me, even though I ended up playing in college and all that stuff, it helped. It showed me a lot. And I think I probably have a better advantage on if I did want to, like, really get involved with the youth mm-hmm. on helping a lot of them kids and them girls, like, really figure out, you know, if they want to play this sport, if they really want to do it seriously, how to tap into their mental. Because I'm into psychology and all that stuff, too. Right. So I think yeah, it just, yeah, gave me a little boost. All these houses look like, what movie was that? Mr. Right? Mr. People or something. 
Well, they always identical and shit. Right. Some weird shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, it's definitely about what works for you in your life and on your Kinda. journey. Smart, cause smart work don't work for everybody, and hard work don't work for everybody. So it's just it's what works for you. For shit, they don't, they're not knowledgeable about spirituality and shit like that. How can it work for them? Right. You know what I mean? How can hard work work for you if you don't know it? And my so. thing again, also about the hard work part is. A lot of people be working super hard all day and no they really return. don't have no direction. That like, too. I'm still yeah, trying to return, figure out. Before return, no direction. Before we were talking about getting something back, you're right. Working hard in the wrong fucking direction. Like, I or not moving. Not going no direction. No, I mean, if you're working hard, you are moving. It's just like any which way each and every day. Like, And I say that to say, like, like, I don't put out, I don't do a whole lot of stuff. Like, I'm not finna just start my day and like just be working on any and everything like I like to have some type of process on what I'm doing to make sure it's reaching towards what I want to reach it for but if I'm just going out here and talking to everybody or just like being a part of everything and I really don't know how it's going to end up like with my goal I'm just trying to do stuff to say I'm doing stuff I think that's where I would have been like really lost in the sauce on the course. Cause it's like at that point you're not really thinking for yourself. A hundred. Not being an independent thinker. Mm. And a lot of shit robs it, robs us of that before we even adults, bro. So a lot of us gotta overcome that as adults, learning to independently think. I'm reading that Napoleon Hill book, Outwitting the Devil. It's three main. What's the name of the book? Outwitting the Devil. Outwitting. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> it's uh, it's three main. Um, structures in life that enables you to independently think. It's your parents, it's the school, and it's religion. Mm-hmm. Parents and education and religion. It teaches you to think through, think systematically. Think because you're told to think. Think because you're getting trouble. Think because you get rewarded. It's like the prison system. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's like slavery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, so it's just, it just it enables you to just mentally use your brain, bro. Like, process the simplest things for yourself. You be, you imagine from the most successful American to a bum on the street. Like, people do not independently think, bro. And that's how America keeps that system going. It's um, cool. It's that codependency thing. They, yeah, problem like solution. Yeah. Problem solution method. They give us the give us Americans a fucking problem. They give us a solution, and it's been like that so long. When they give us a fucking solution, we don't want necessarily need. It ain't gonna matter. We're gonna take that shit and we force fed. No, this is the fucking solution, nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this and the it problem. And it could be a hundred and one <laughs> solutions to that same thing. But right. like, no, this is the only one. That's why school had always been like a challenge for me. Cause it's like you can give me a question, but you know how you take that question. I take that question a whole nother way. But I'm getting it wrong because it's not the way you want me to take right, it. Right, right. So I, it's I, like it's not an answer. <laughs> Your answer not the only one, fam. Yeah, like, and it just is always like, yo, what do you mean? Like, what do you really want out of this? Because I understand how the system works. Mm-hmm. You want me to do how you want to do it, and if I take it and do it how I want to do it, oh, that's not what I meant, or oh, that's not right. right, or, you know, you're not answering the question. I am the way I took the question, but that junk get on my nerves. I really am happy to be graduating. Because as it got closer to the end, I was really starting to ask teachers that, like, I really don't understand what you want. 
But you know what I did find out? A lot of the teachers I had involvement in English, a lot of them be like low key giving out like information like about the school system, like kind of telling you what they believe, mm-hmm. like through the homework assignments. Like read this article, and this article is about like the school system and you know. Putting it, you on game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really like appreciate that more than anything. Yeah, I fuck with them teachers tough. Mm-hmm. Cause they different. They they actually see it for what it is. And try to get that knowledge so you could like, independently think. I mean, not only that, like, they're showing that they're still willing to grow. <laughs> How these teachers want to act like they know it all, they got all the answers, and any student that tell them otherwise is wrong or, you know, getting in trouble or something, just trying to cause problems. And that's not always the case. Fuck no. Nah. I appreciate anybody that's older than me willing to still talk to me and get another perspective on stuff. I can't stand when I meet somebody who's already, like, set in whatever, like, because you're so stagnant, and I can only imagine that your life is really not that entertaining. You know it all, but you don't want to say you know it all quite yet. Because I'll say something to make you go, oh, snap. She just might be right. I have a point. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it ain't about being right. It's about this second one. Just having a point, bro. Just having a point of view. Just having a different perspective, mm-hmm. bro. You know what I'm learning also, too, though? Like, um, better ways to say I realized recently that I'll probably, if I say something like I don't like something, if I keep saying it, it's usually not because I really don't like it. I really, I started noticing I, instead of saying I don't like it, I want to say, help me understand. Like, help me understand why you like that. Because people take certain things I say, like, as that, but I'm still trying to figure out how to say what I really mean. So when I noticed that, I was like, yeah, I'm about to start asking people to help me understand why you like certain things. And a lot of times, you'd be surprised how many people really don't know how to explain it. But I don't know, I just do. It's like, no, there's a reason. Like, I need you to use your brain, put your words together. Can't. (laughs) It's a fucking task. It's a thing for yourself. Crazy, right? Mm hmm. I also think, I think one of the other things you said you wanted to talk about was like, look at you, self love. That was one of the things. And I'm so into, like, wanting to be full of self-love, like, right now. But it really is, like, a lifelong process. I'm convinced. It's, like, at least a 50-year process. I feel like it is, but it depends on, like, your upbringing and shit. And, like, your foundation. Because I ain't gonna lie, bro. I saw love from my pop. You know what I mean? It's love and affection. More love and affection from him, but a lot of love from mom, just in different ways. But so it's like, my situation is different, especially being in the black community. Like, a lot of people don't get that from the household, period. Mm-hmm. No matter the circumstance, whether they had, you know, well-off black parents, or they had, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. slummed out, you know, Section 8 parents. It's just like, it's just so many reasons why it's hard for us to give love to one another Given, in, in different relationships. Receive from love. The fucking parental sip, parental child relationship, the you know the boyfriend girlfriend relationship, the friend relationship, the sibling relationship, just 
any relationship within the black community, bro, it's just hard to reciprocate and give love and receive it. And it's just, it's never I think that's got- where we first mess up, though. What you mean? Um, a lot of us don't know how to receive it, so we don't know how to give it. It's like, think about it like this. Whenever you see, I've noticed that a lot of people don't know how to take compliments. For me to say, oh, I like your beard, doesn't mean you have to give me one in return. You're not really receiving it. You're kind of like bouncing it. Like, it's just mm-hmm. something you kind of... Also, like, obligated know. shit. Yeah. Like, so for somebody to be able to be like, yo, you got a nice beard. Oh, yeah, appreciate it. That's it. Like, I feel like you have a better understanding of how to receive love and compliments, even though that's super simple. It's just how you receive things that shows, like, I guess how aware you are. Or, like, um. But I just noticed a lot of people don't know how to do that. Oh, yeah. I know I don't. I'm still learning. Oh, mm-hmm. I just, I wish I had a better answer for I know you were not smacking. You were smacking too hard. My bad, y'all. <laughs> I'm on the side punch bites. If you know, you know. But, um. What's your favorite flavor first? The assorted blue pack. Not the tropical, the assorted pack. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, I wish I had a better answer on like where self love come from. It's not an answer; it's just perspective. Like you know, I'm not looking I mean, for no absolute. Well, uh, I feel like you come from within. If you what does that mean? That, coming from within. Yeah, come from like you thinking. find it from within yourself, just like that inner being, man. It's hard to explain that if you don't, if you're not, if it's hard to put somebody onto that. If you don't experience it for yourself, I feel like everybody experienced different. My experience, not gonna lie, mm-hmm. I was in uh, Montgomery County for that little weed shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Leaving Sam, and it was simple as somebody telling me to like, yo, read with that inner inner person that you just read it with when you said it to yourself and not me. And you know, I done heard that plenty of times in the school system, but it was used to teach and. Do other shit, you know what I mean? When people say stuff like that, it really makes me think I don't really know my spiritual being like I think I do. Because it's like, you may, it, a lot of people make it sound like this this thing that you feel, like that's just residing. So it's not, when I think about it, it's the more like where my brain is going, like where my, my thinking is going. And that's what I feel like it is. But I feel like people are describing it as if it's like, like this literal inner being that you feel like flowing through you type of situation. That's not your breath. It's not. It's just so complicated. It's not. I don't think it's as complicated. I think we're still trying to understand it, and therefore, like we can't really explain it. Because once you can explain something or teach somebody something, that means you have a better understanding of it. But I'm just waiting to meet that one person that can explain what the spiritual man really is like. What it feels like. Does it have a look like? Is there a certain voice that you hear? Because a lot of times when people say that they, they spoke to God or they heard God's voice, I'm like, is it like this loud roaring thing? Are you hearing it through somebody else? Are you hearing it through your phone or a tweet you just saw? Are you hearing it through the TV? Like, is it music? Like, how does that figure speak to you? And you know that every single time this is that figure. Because it could just be you saying, oh, this just really relates. That must be it. You know what I'm saying? Very Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me neither. But, yeah, like, self-love definitely comes from within. <laughs> or, I say, from your upbringing, 
it's government experience. You know what I mean? You experience through an experience or through a person. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, learning to love yourself can come from a lot of places, but it's very important. I know that. I know if you don't have it, you'll you'll settle for lesser. Yeah. You'll never maximize your potential. Like just, it's a lot of shit that <laughs> won't happen for you due to lack of self love, and will happen to you due to lack of self love. So. Or happen to you, and you just don't see that it's happening, like in the benefit of you. That I don't think that that it makes sense, but I know what I'm trying to say. I just don't know how to say it. What do you mean, like? Like opportunities. You want to see it? Yeah. Mm. It goes back to like the giving and receiving thing. And perspective. Ain't no such thing. Perfect is. I said perspective. Oh, okay, I was like perfect. I thought you said perfecting. Nah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Which is perfect. There's so much to life and not really anything at all to me. It's like. Yeah, sure. Because at the end of the day, none of that matters. Or does it? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Especially material shit. I shit, dog. I think it does in a sense. If I have money and I have a certain influence, I can impact people on another level. I'm saying, but after we leave here, I'm thinking bigger. I'm talking about once we saving souls. I'm saying, bro. While we're here, that's cool. But what is that shit gonna do for when we're gone for us? That's what I'm saying. Get that well done. I don't think so, bro. Because you can still be missing shit. Spiritually and perspective wise that you didn't get that you should have got on earth, but you had it all. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. No, I I'm just playing both sides. Oh, okay. Double playing that. I can't stand that. I started to say just playing the double advocate, but I don't like the term of that. It's like wife beater. Who came up with that? It's let it stay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe it. This dude hit his wife so many times, he named the shirt. <laughs> and everybody was like, oh, good one. Yeah, you like that one. So, but it's really white beater. White beater? Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said either. Like, where did white beater come from? It's like slang it the fuck out. <laughs> That's crazy. I think white beater on some less shit. I think that's some cultured out shit. White beater. I think it's definitely white beater. Ooh, random question. Do you think it's possible to make gender neutral clothes? I don't know about how I look. That's some shit I gotta see visually. I know me too. I'm trying to figure it out. I doubt it. Everybody's figures is too, like, different. Like, women naturally have a, a slimmer waist than men. I say this. Mm. I know some designers who try to put it off for sure. It's coming. So, we're going to see it in the 2020s. Oh, I'm bringing it. Oh, I'm a part of it. Because I'm going to figure it out. 2020s going to be crazy. That's for sure. We still in 18... I feel like we in 19. I feel like we in 20. 
got like all your hair. I still think it's pretty crazy that these niggas are still out of school. This seems like the longest summer since I've been in school. <laughs> like high school seemed long, but college-wise, they always seem short. But this one feels like it's forever. <laughs> like we went on vacation and came back, and these niggas are still chilling at home. You watch uh, Dragon Ball Z? Mm-mm. No. I never fucked with it. That's the one I never fucked with. That's enough with the paper. <laughs> Alright. Favorite potato. Favorite form of, of a potato. Mm. Uh-uh, you're thinking way too long. Probably, probably, probably baked and loaded. I was gonna say mash shit, but. Probably baked and loaded for sure. Baked and loaded. Favorite color? Color potato or favorite color? What's your favorite color potato? <laughs> I was gonna say, nigga, I, I thought it was I mean, like. They got white, they got red, they got purple, so you do got color options, but I just ain't know you knew about that. <laughs> no, no, definitely that, 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 that white one, you know what I mean? Okay, so and what's your brown. favorite? What you call it? I don't know, color? Mm-hmm. It's just a lot. I mean, it's really black, honestly. Why? It's just dominant. It's original. Mm. It's the number one. It's top. It go with everything. Flow. What it don't go with. What can I wear with black? There you go. All that. So, you know. But I mean, colors accent that. Um, purple for the city. Purple's royalty, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I rock this chick, her favorite color, purple. That's <laughs> um, fine. It's all my Yo, let me tell you this thing. I used to grow up, for whatever reason, I'm, I still don't know where this came from, but I remember thinking it growing up. I had this pyramid of the colors and, like, the relationship status. <laughs> so purple and red were, like, the kings and queens of all the colors, right? What? And then, like, the black and white was probably, like, the parents. But then you had, like, you would come out of that... Green and yellow was a pairing. Blue and orange was a pairing. Yellow and green. Oh, I said that already. Um, I think it was like brown and... Um, I think I used to put brown, black, and white as like a little trio or something like that. But I always had that thing. Yeah. And I, That's crazy. It's weird. <laughs> Who thinks about that stuff at like 10 years old? Three boss. And, uh... You're struggling. Sleep. Yes, and oh, no. You. Then go shame. Mm. Oh, fuck. I don't know where he just went. Oh, yeah, dude. What's y'all favorite candy? Whenever y'all hit us, leave a comment. I'm curious. Yeah. Leave a comment, and if I don't have an email, leave an email. I got a surprise for you. I got you. I'll get you a treat. But, yeah, this is like, look. At L-U-K-K. It's luck, not Luke. G. Ah, that's his name. 
he usually like the one in my spare time we talk a lot of spiritual game and relationship game get perspectives off of one another about like what we going through what we learning what we practicing like I have really good conversations with this dude but he like probably the most what do you call himself ratchet righteous like artist of the crew but we cooking it up when he finished I'm gonna let him come over here and tell y'all his plugs all right, y'all. So, where can they find you? Um, on the gram, at luckg underscore. On Twitter, the same thing. And then on Snap. It's L U C. What is it? L L U C K. L U K K. Breach on play. And on Snap, luckg no underscore. Just L U K K G. But Twitter, and Instagram, L U K K G underscore. You dig me? Hill it in most, Mr. Look, not Luke. Don't ever get it fucked up. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, you can find me at B-R-E-B-O-S-S-24 or N-I-N-E with the number five. Really? Get your ass white. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but you can follow that whole team. I'm pretty sure you can find most of his music at nonbetter.net slash L-U-K-K-G. And all that other good stuff. But yeah, it's a wrap. We out. You hear more from us later. Peace. Mm-hmm. Still do that.